Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of October 23rd. I'm one of your hosts, Nightstorm. With me, as always, Filtercord. Hey, man. Hey. All right, so usually this is where I say, hey, what's going on? Uh, what have you been up to? How are things developing? But I think we're going to change it up. We'll just talk about the games that we've been playing. Um, yeah. I know you have a flood of games that you've been playing. Um, even, what was it, yesterday, you jumped onto one of them for the first time. So, yeah, tell me what's been, uh, how's that been developing? Yeah, I've been uh, continuing to play uh, Shadows of War, obviously. Um, so I've actually right. got a couple uh, forts taken over in that. I'm definitely, I mean, I'm having a really good time with that. I, I like that game a lot. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, just yesterday I uh, started up and started playing a little bit of South Park Fractured Butt Hole. And um, yeah, I made like a, a blaster type character, so... Uh, I don't know. Nice. Hopefully that was. I, I I felt like three classes was a little small to choose from. They've, right. They've, they've outdone that in the past, but it also. I mean, you'll know more about this, but it did give me a vibe that there was like more to choose from that you'd be able to choose later on in the game. Yes, definitely. Um. Okay. Yeah. So I, I've been doing a lot of that. Um. Obviously, still still doing a lot of uh, checking out different games on PC. Uh, League of Legends is really heating up. Pokemon Go. We'll mention later. I'm playing mm-hmm. that. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's the beginning of the deluge that we've been talking about for a couple months. Right, right. Yeah, and I've been um, I'm on my way to. I was actually in a race with uh, with someone else on um, who could finish um, fractured butthole first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm two trophies away from the platinum already. Wow. So I've been putting in a lot of work on that game. It's been almost like the only game that I've been playing. I, yeah. I've cut off pretty much everything else, and it's been fantastic. I think after this, um, I'm going to be uh, going back and playing some Stick of Truth, um, mm-hmm. just to do a compare and contrast after. Um, I have my thoughts on everything um, for the Fractured Butthole. And if you are interested, you can head over to uh, twitch.tv uh, backslash the underscore real underscore night swarm and mm-hmm. head to my collections. I have a collection, um, I think it's six videos of... Uh, an entire Let's Play of South Park the Fractured Butthole with, uh, um, of course, commentary. Uh, I think Grim joins me on one of them. We talk about the game quite a bit. And then uh, kind of like my final thoughts on it um, at the end. Hopefully I have a... Um, I'll be able to do a review here soon. Mm-hmm. Just write something up and toss some like gameplay alongside it. Um, yeah, man, that'd be cool. Yeah, uh, so that's what I've been doing. Of course, uh, while I've been out, you know, I mess with Pokemon Go. I have an event going on, so you know, like you said, we're going to talk about that a bit. Um, and other than that, it's kind of just uh, for me waiting for Mario. That's mm-hmm. the one that I'm kind of up in arms for next. So okay, yeah, but cool. Um, I guess uh, we'll just jump right into uh, the game's releasing for October 23rd to October 29th. I'll, uh... Yeah, yeah. The first one up... Well, actually, I should always do this first. Um, I do forget every now and again. Um, I always get ahead of myself. If you get a chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. You can check out all the top news and video game stuff that matters. Um, it's kind of... Uh, been going back and forth between um you know our normal space that we uh talk about stuff um letting people know when live streams are happening and 
and more. So you can get access and a look at pretty much everything that we talk about here early by following us, liking us over on Facebook. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter as well. That's at Mammoth Games Inc. That's the definite way to know when we go live. Um, so that's a pretty good deal. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, let's go ahead and jump into it. October twenty fourth, uh, the first game that will be that we'll be talking about. I guess we probably well, yeah we do alphabetical order pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, is uh, Destiny two for PC, of course. That's a uh, bungee. Yeah, so uh, you know, it, it's kind of weird that it didn't drop right away. Um, obviously, it we don't a have a lot weird. to say. Uh, I mean, we've we've talked about Destiny a lot. So uh, just kind of got a nice little cinematic trailer here on the right. uh, live stream. Um, you know, it's it is it's notable that it's going to be on the Blizzard uh, Battle.net launcher. That's kind of a weird move. So uh, maybe Activision might be looking to do that with more. Um, I actually think the reason that Battle.net was going to change is because it might have been gearing up to just be an Activision launcher. And, uh, you know, the yeah. Battle.net name was so popular they decided to just stick with it. So, um, you know, this, this might be the herald of that. Um, do you know, I mean, like destiny two is probably doing pretty well, right? I, yeah, I assume it's doing fantastic. Yeah, that's what I figure. I mean, it, I'd be willing to bet they have a lot of cash they've made on this bad boy. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and that's just basically, um, just it's releasing for PC. You know, mm. it's been out on console for what? About a yeah. month now. Yeah, did you see in the uh, in this trailer? It said March thirtieth. That's how ah. early this trailer was. So that's kind of ah. funny. That I, I didn't realize Destiny Two got pushed back. Sneaky, huh? Yeah, sneak back. Uh, yeah, right out there. Wait. No, oh, no, okay. no. That was a trailer reveal. Okay. It was a trailer reveal. Okay. All right. But All I right. mean, ignore okay. that. Yep. <laughs> Scratch that. Cool. Um, uh, up next is us talking about what con or what platforms this is releasing on. Uh, that uh-huh. would be longer than the trailer that we're watching itself. It's a uh, separate podcast. A whole separate podcast mm-hmm. for Just Dance 18, uh, releasing on the Nintendo Switch, the Wii U, the Wii, the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, Xbox 360, and PlayStation 3. Jesus. Uh-huh. Why? Uh, well, I really don't know why it's coming out on the original Wii. I don't know why um, it's coming out on the Wii U either. Like, like why don't we just yeah. cut our losses at this point? Well, I mean, what? I guess what do? What is the cost for them to put this game also on the Wii U or the Wii? It, well, it can't like, be much compared to you know, like I feel like that has to be kind of on par with what we had with um, if they're putting that on the PS3 and the Xbox 360. I right, mean, but like, what do they possibly gain different. from that? I mean, I mean, like, About I understand that it it can't be too expensive, but at the right. very minimum, you have to pay somebody for a day. I'm gonna do some fucking math here because I'm like, it it's blows me away that anybody would take the time. So, uh, let's say it takes one programmer it has to be a pretty good programmer it takes them one day. To port it to the Xbox, and we right. can assume a programmer of this level is probably getting like thirty-five dollars an hour. And it takes them a day. Yeah, it costs them two hundred and eighty bucks. <laughs> so, uh, whoops, I did that wrong. Um, huh. 
So if they're uh, they only they only have to sell four and a half copies to make their money back. <laughs> four and a half, so, which is about <laughs> on par with what they're. Sell. That's about on par for what their sales are going to be. But I mean, I don't know. That's it's really wild. Like, why? What's the cost of printing those discs? You know. What's well, the, it, like, it's one of how much things. does it cost to just license the to put it on the system? Like, I just don't get why. I can understand 360 and PS3, right? But original Wii, are there is the original Wii console even still work? Like, I, I guess you know, working retail, we you know as well as I do, we get those people that come in the store and they're like, "Yeah, I like this for the Wii," and we'd be like, "Why?" Yeah, you know, it's like okay, it's but a worse still, game. It looks worse. It doesn't work as well, and it's the same price. But still, you know, it could be the only thing that they have. You know, it's yeah. You know, all the grandmas and you know moms that are out of touch don't that don't know that they'll be like, oh well, you know, I know they have the Wii. I'm not sure if they have. Dude, buy Just Dance 2017 for a quarter of the cost. Right. Because you know that that bitch is out on the Wii. Right. It's very odd. But I mean, obviously, but I bought that last like, year. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. That's yeah. pr- it, that probably is it. So I mean, like, it, it's it's a weird. It's thing, so weird. Sure. It's really odd. I guess the the main cost is it's a twenty two second ad. This is probably looped like thirty times already. Yeah, I, I I'm just um, keeping it here clicking. Yeah, uh, once I get so far. So um, sorry everyone for this. It's uh, <laughs> I the biggest cost is licensing the music. Yeah. Yep. So they probably like anything to get any of that money back. They probably don't give a shit, huh? I would imagine. Yeah. That's really odd. Still. Oh well, okay. Let's move on. Well, no more of this. Yeah, trailer. I mean, if, if apparently, if you haven't read for the fucking like eight minutes we've been talking about this, Twenty Four Karat Magic by Bruno Mars is a free demo on the Switch. What? Um, I'm not sure if that's anywhere else uh, for Just Dance 18. So this is a demo trailer for Just Dance 18. Uh, so if you have to have it, um, go do that. But I'm gonna go ahead and exit this. Yuck. Uh huh. All right, uh, October twenty seventh uh, is, um, of course, the, the day that, that the fucking Earth stands still. The floodgates open. Uh, uh-huh. We got starting Assassin's Creed Origins, PS four, mm. Xbox One, and PC. Of course, by mm. yourself. Mm. Um, continues to look more and more appealing to me. Yes, I'm like I'm really excited. Like, you know, There's I do this just... with every Assassin's Creed game because I'm like a bitch. Right, but um. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love in this sorry I'm watching the gameplay demo that we're we're playing this live and yeah. uh his like it's got the typical like he tries to climb through a window and the dude just climbs the wall instead so it's like you know how much has it really changed from other Assassin's Creed games probably not too much Yeah and this but, was uh, this was the first trailer I saw and that was one of the first yeah. things I did see and I was like shit so didn't funny. change that much Yeah but it, it's looking really good I mean they're uh they added a lot of RPG elements which I like um they added some more action I mean I think the original Assassin's Creed game and most of its, you know, children were basically just adventure games. They were like, that's the other branch of adventure game that is not uh, the Telltale model, you know? Right. Uh, Or the Heavy Rain model, I guess. It's like, the game is, it's not about, the the other Assassin's Creed games are not action. You know, it's, it's got action in it, of course. It's got violence in it. But it's not about, like... You know, in combat, and we were talking about this before we started recording, combat in the early Assassin's Creed games is hitting your counters. You know what I mean? And, like, that's really all you had to do. 
even in like boss i mean there weren't really boss fights but you know what i mean even in like high complexity missions it's about hitting your counters so this game does not have that as much yeah i i, I noticed that i'm kind of curious on where i mean i hear a lot of people say oh you know it's definitely a lot more of a, an rpg and i'm kind of curious on where like i've seen it where you have um enemies that are much stronger Mm-hmm. That you can't just one hit assassinate. They'll actually just thwart your attempt. But that's the way it's been for a while, though. Like, if you tried to assassinate a certain boss, you know, he could just, you know, shield bash you or turn around and kick you. Well, he just um, wouldn't go down right away unless you had an upgraded blade or whatever, which is still true here. Right. And so I'm like, how does that differ? And, like, there's things that I saw that, I, that I'm really a big fan of. Like when um, this trailer I was watching, you know, he's fighting someone and uh, I'm seeing the numbers pop up above their head of damage. And I'm like, huh, okay, that has that definitely has me interested, you know. Um, And you see, that was actually something that I I liked about the earlier games was that like uh, you would essentially just kill somebody with a few hits, which I think is like really realistic. Um, Right. They are kind of getting away from the realism, but, you know, this is a video game. Like, realism's good, and it's really interesting, but you need to take cues from, you know, some of these really good, really big companies. I think Rockstar is a good example of, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, when when realism isn't fun, dump it. Right. And uh, it looks right. like they're, they've, they've kind of gotten rid of some of the dumb shit that people didn't want to do anymore, and they've found ways to, like fix it or make it more interesting or more fun and of course it's incorporating everything they've learned from every other you know ubisoft game that's come out in the meantime as we can kind of see all the ubisoft games slowly like converging and getting closer and closer together from you know far cry assassin's creed um the club the club yeah uh is Um, is that right the crew what oh wait wait oh the club is uh rockstar ubisoft um, okay uh rockstar's like social club it's also um, yeah. Ubisoft Club is their social club. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes. So that's kind of weird. I was that's I just weird. unlocked all the uh, all the add-ons for the South Park game, all the uh, the stuff you can spend your rewards points on or whatever. Oh, you mean like UPlay? Uh, yeah, the UPlay. It's it's got club in it. You play play club or something? I don't know. Yeah. I might be making that up. Who knows? But yeah, uh, it does. It keeps continuing to impress uh, as we get great. closer. I don't know, like, I, I can for sure verify. Like, this. for me, it's not going to be a day one, so I'm definitely mm-hmm. interested in what you, uh, what you think of it. Yeah, um, I'm like, but it does. It looks fantastic. Like, it, there's no way around that. Like, the game. Yeah. It looks like, looks like an Assassin's Creed game. It looks like it runs smooth. Um, the map is uh, massive. It looks like you're going to have a lot to do. They've taken away the mini-map, and they've put uh, that more like um, Elder Scroll Compass, and you rely on your hawk, which I don't know its name. Um, Oh, it's got a cool name. Pretty sure it has a cool name, like, uh, I don't know, Bloodwing or something. Mouse Muncher. (laughs) That was a Borderlands reference. When we get Borderlands 3. Borderlands. They're hiring for uh, RPG Shooter. Yeah. Okay. Gearbox. I just saw it the other day. Yeah. Um, someone just so off topic. Someone just said that uh, uh, they're thinking that Borderlands Three is going to be more like Destiny, where the, Vault Hunter equals 
what do you call him in Destiny? The Guardian. Yeah, Guardian. And then uh, your raids are going to be vaults. And I'm like, e, I don't know. I don't like the idea, but I mean, no. it would piss me off if that happened. You I could do that happen. not horribly, but I don't trust Gearbox to not do it bad. <laughs> yeah. I just stick to the formula. <laughs> yeah. Just make another one. I mean, like, the make first two were, like, hugely successful. I don't know how you, like, shit that bad. Like, oh, man, the second one after playing it, though, it just, I really lost a lot of uh, interest in the characters. There's just, it's not there. The dynamic's not there. How about go play the pre-sequel and get back to me on that? Yeah, I didn't like those characters that much either. I played that actually, I, pl I played it with the Handsome Collection. I played the pre-sequel before I played two. Smart. That's how I've heard the only way to play it. Yeah. Because, um, like, otherwise you will just not want it. Yeah, and I played through a few of the characters, and I was pretty disappointed. I need to play yeah. through Collab Trap. That's the only other one I need to play. Okay. <clears throat> but, yeah, but yeah, on uh, on Assassin's Creed Origins, um, I, originally, I was, like, day one for sure on it. Um, yep. The more that I've seen and the more, like, early reviews I've heard and everything, I mean, it's a good idea to give an Assassin's Creed uh, a couple days to update in general. I've been burned on that before. Um, it's also like all the changes they did to go more RPG ish are actually changes that shadows of war did as well. Well, the one thing that um, I, that I, I just saw in the trailer that we're watching here on the live stream, um, uh, that they've color coded loot. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, I, I like the idea of just because I love that. I, I'm always a fan of that. Like mm -hmm. if you're going to give me loot, don't just be like, okay, well, here's a bow, and then here's the stats. Like, I like to see um, oh, this is, this the is rarity. Yeah. Right. And, like, it, it just it gives it a little more importance. It's kind of like, you know, like when you have your system. Like, okay, well, I can play this on here and get trophies, or I can play it on here and not get trophies. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like that weird give and take. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm going to get it day one. I'm definitely going to get it early. Yeah. Um, you know, it kind of depends on like, you know, on like, so what, it's coming out Thursday? Is that 27th? Uh, Friday. That's weird. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming out on Friday. Just, it's Friday. not even a day, you know, it's not even a uh, release day usually. Well, it's starting to become one. I mean, you know, Bethesda always releases stuff on their own schedule. Nintendo releases on Thursdays or Fridays usually. Yeah. And now Ubisoft is like, yeah, sure. We'll do that. They could have, I mean, what's, you know, what's really the difference between coming out on Tuesday or Friday, so. I think that's They're obviously trying now. to start their own thing. But, like, it gives you the weekend to play it, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? You don't have to mm -hmm. wait through the weekend and then pick it up and then play through, you know, those people, yeah. you know, waiting all week to play it, so. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I'll definitely be checking it out, uh, probably as, you know, as quickly as I can. It all depends on if I happen to, you know, stumble by a GameStop or something, or if I, if I hear, you know, if something, something will inspire me, I'm sure. Right, right. If but, it uh, scores like 9.5 and people are just singing yeah. its praise. Right. Like, sure. South Park was something I was going to wait on. And then it was like, oh, well, here, you can get, like, a good deal on it. And it's already gotten really good reviews. And I'm like, all right, it's mine. Right. So, uh, it kind of, you know, it'll depend on that. Cool. Let's go ahead and jump into the next one. It is... Yeah. Uh... Super Mario Odyssey. Um, it's for me. It's the one I've been waiting for. Uh, mm -hmm. Like it was this and South Park, pretty much. Um, I, I love seeing you know 
more things I can get on the Switch, you know? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things. Um, yeah, it, I mean, we've talked about this a lot. I'm not sure really what else we can we can say about it. I mean, it's yeah. going to be that <laughs> Mario game. I hope it's, like, the Mario game, you know? The, um, mm-hmm. like, like, the important Mario game that we've been wanting. Yeah, I mean, like... There's not really much that we can add at this point anymore. Like, um, again, like a lot of the stuff that's coming out here is stuff that we've kind of been looking forward to for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's like we've we've talked about it a lot. I mean, is was there anything new that you heard recently about Super Mario Odyssey? I know there was like I, something new that was announced. I, I can't remember. I mean, the biggest thing that. That I heard, I believe we already talked about, and that was them putting a uh, um a demo into like Best Buy or whatever, and uh-huh. and I was like, why didn't they just put that on the console? Yeah, yeah, we were, I remember Doesn't talking about that. Um, okay, but I mean, you know, it it's pretty much you know the game that you're gonna. I, I feel like I'll have a lot more to say about this as soon as we have. Um, in hands hands. Hands. right? Yeah. Um, we've never like you have nobody's really got the chance to play it unless they ran over to Best Buy, or they went to Best Buy. Uh, yeah, ran to Best Buy, um, or they went over to uh, their, or they went to like a conference or something like that, like a like a PAX or uh-huh. somewhere uh, they could E three, yeah, yeah, you know, place that they could play it early, yeah. Uh huh. So. Looks fun. It's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be really good. So, um, huh. you know, keep an eye out for you know a possible review. Um, I don't think. Unfortunately, I don't think streaming Nintendo games is incredibly weird. Um, and they will demonetize your ass. Right. So I don't think that we'll have that going. Just to, you know, just to kind of continue that. Like, why don't we have the freedom to be able to? Like, we bought the game. Why can't we? Yeah. Show people that we, you know, show our audience like the it. game. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that, that's kind of on them, I think. So. Mm-hmm. But cool. Um, yeah, that's uh, Super Mario Odyssey for the Switch. Uh, coming out cool. the 27th. Um, Alright, also on the 27th, just continuing this deluge, uh, Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Good guy. Um, very weirdly uh, became... A, I don't know. I don't know how I want to describe it. Like, it is like suddenly like modern and political. Yeah, this uh, this game. I always pictured it to be in that in that vein of Duke Nukem and um, yeah. Doom, and you know, just in that in that line. And I feel like this game. Uh, it probably was with the last game too. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't notice it. It really catapulted to the next. Like, it catapulted to, you know, modern times. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it reminds me more of something like Resistance rather than something like Kinda, uh, yeah. like Doom. Yeah. So, I mean, and I see the Doom in it. I see, you know, the, right. the games that... You can feel um, the idness. That, that, that came from it, yeah. Um, but... It just reminds me of, just reminds me of something like Resistance. Yeah, it's 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 very um, it's very cinematic. 
it's not about like doing cool stunts. It's no. about being cool. You know what I mean? It's about like a cool like world that you're inhabiting and shit. Yeah, yeah. The the world is just the, if not more important than right. your character. Right. It really. I mean, like your character in in a lot of ways is like default badass. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, kind of like I mean, Doom is similar in that, but in Doom, you're a template to do cool shit with. In this game, your character is a template to see cool shit in the world. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. So uh, yeah, it's it's uh, you know, it, it is really weird. I've heard a lot of discussion talking about how like, uh, when the first uh, I shouldn't say the first, but when the most recent Wolfenstein, um, what was it, New Order? Yeah. Came out. It was like okay, I get it, like, you kill Nazis, who gives a shit, you know? Right. And then, like, suddenly, it's, like, a weird political stance to kill Nazis again. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, it's such a, so weird, like, uh, imagine if, like, Duke Nukem (laughs) came back and he was, like, the hero of our times, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's totally bizarre. I I really, uh... It's just, like, you look around, you're like, we realize, like, that Nazis are not good, right? Like, this has been happening since, like, 1987 like this game has not <laughs> it's been like we've been doing this to nazis for that long in this yeah. specific title um but you know people will be up in arms about what they're going to be up in arms about um, that's true like that's definitely I, I don't true. specifically care <laughs> i mean we're coming hot off of playing like south park so yeah <laughs> you know there's if you want to get up in arms <laughs> if you want to like freak out about some like fucked up weird shit i mean south park's the way to go like i haven't seen nutsack from my dad yet again but i'm no. it's coming yeah, i can I feel do. it coming it, there's some coming i'll tell you that <laughs> oh my god coming was not a good fucking word to choose yeah but here we are <sighs> well you know sometimes you end up somewhere yep somewhere cool. you didn't think of uh, going Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, PS4, Xbox One, and PC, of course, by Machine Games, Bethesda. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be cool. Um, are you shitting me? Did you see that that... Okay, these people's names are amazing. These developers they're talking to. One guy's name was Arcade, and he has, like, silver hair. And another oh, guy's yeah. Name was, another guy's name was Jerk. What an asshole. Who's this guy? I... Okay, just Jens Matthias. Yeah, whatever. Boring. Jesus. Okay, I want to hang out with Jerk and Arcade. <laughs> jerk Arcade, our next business venture. Shit. Write that down. Ashley. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, moving on. Um, this stuff is, like, I don't know why you would release on the day that literally the entire, like, game universe is covered under Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Super it's, Mario, and Wolfenstein. Like, that's even, everything. It's not even the game universe. Like, you, you throw everything into that one like you, that's essentially you're every genre stranger things you're getting like a ton of other stuff that oh that's true that's like, true the, the movie and cinema you know the, the cinema and uh, like television world is having all entertainment just this, yeah is just covered. a big as big of a day so so uh anyways what this some idiot thought it was a good idea to release a couple more games we're going to talk about three more uh this one that we're showing right now knights of azure 2 bride of the new moon Hashtag weeaboo bullshit. This one says I think it's it releasing on the 24th. That's not that's not correct. That's an old trailer. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's Koei, so, you know. They, yeah. I, I actually, I do like Koei in that they will delay when necessary. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, they pushed it back like a couple days, so a big fucking whoop. Well, their art style is impressive too. Just uh, yeah, it looks pretty at good. The trailer. I mean, it's it's very typical, but um, it's like the, better uh, graphics yeah. than what you usually see of that like anime bullshit. Right. Uh, but yeah, like the cell, like the cell shade, just kind of mm. the way the hair looks, looks like... I think is something that really does it for me. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that sword looks like the soul caliber and it's really freaking me out. <laughs> it's got like the eye in the middle. Um, okay. Yeah, so, I, mean... I mean, there's not a lot to say about that one. It's coming out PS4, Switch, PC, um, some anime bullshit. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know the... anything about this title. Could be very little something awesome to pick up on the switch. I mean, yeah. but we have, you have Mario, so, I mean, I don't know what you're going to be doing. Well, I, yeah. Who's going to be buying a JRPG that didn't already buy Mario, you know? Alright. Um, okay, scooting oh. on to some more fucking Japanese bullshit. Yomawari <laughs> Midnight Shadows, PS4, PC, and Vita. Wow. Holding out. Holding uh, Vita it's from down. NIS America, one of the few companies that, like, supports uh, the Vita, I guess. Um, I know it sold better in Japan, so that could be part of it. Yeah, uh, like this trailer's in all Japanese. <laughs> That's not great. That was that was me that picked it out, so I apologize. But uh, it, it's it's got like a kind of like a chibi style. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and skip yeah, forward skip ahead. Into the trailer to yes, it's very Japanese. Get some trailer. visuals um, right there. Nope. <laughs> yes, a very chibi. Wow, it's just a altogether shit trailer, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's a very weird trailer. Yeah, so uh, it's it's like really extremely story based. So um, it looked like. Uh, uh, let me check this again. Um, it's it, getting to some gameplay now. Um, there's it, a couple other games in the series. I don't know if they're upcoming or what. But um, yeah, what's the one we're looking at? Uh, um, Midnight it, Shadows. Midnight yeah, there's Shadows. Uh, Night Alone came out last year, so you could check that out. Is this? What, what, what are we looking at story-wise here? Uh, it looks really story. interesting. It reminds me of almost a horror game. Uh, yeah, it's it's supposed it, like it's not really in the horror genre, but it right. is like related, I guess. Like it's it's it'll show up if you're looking at some horror games, but it will not show up if you search for horror games. You know what I mean? I mean, there's some weird things happening in this trailer. Um, it uh-huh. is a uh, kind of like top-down, um, kind of like puzzle solver is what I get from it. Yes, but, it is not a like, JRPG. Like, like you walk through, uh, like I just saw someone walking by a cabinet and they stopped right before because they uh-huh. saw the cabinet door move and then spikes shot out of the cabinet. Holy shit. It's almost um, like a, it's what like did a that weird... What face do? Well, I got to go back to that because oh. we need to laugh at that. Um it is at the 220, right around the 220 mark on this trailer. A face just Whoop! flies out of this alley. <laughs> uh-huh. That's a Japanese thing. Classic. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know what to make of this game. Um, I feel like this is very niche. Like, like people have yes. to know what this is. They don't, you don't well, yeah, like I said, um, the original Yomawari Night Alone, uh, you know, it came out on PS4, PS Vita, PC. Uh, yeah, it's considered survival horror. Wow. Yeah, it, that's the way it reads to me. I mean, it, it... It's really interesting. Man, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this game, but... I'm uh, kind of turning around on this. I went in like, oh, this is some bullshit, but that's really interesting. It's a really interesting way to... It, I get the same feel game. of this the first time I played the game Clock Tower. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. 
where I was like, man, this looks interesting. Clock Tower is really old, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Clock Tower was PlayStation 1 was the first time mm-hmm. I played it, and then PS2 had Clock Tower 3, which was the most advanced wow. in the series. Um, and they had driven away from the point-and-click adventure to uh, more of an action-based, but it was one of those games. It might have been one of the first games that I ever played that um, had the like the feature of you run away rather than fight. You don't have any ability to fight. So mm-hmm. that now we see it and attribute it to like something like Outlast, of yeah. where you know shit like shit's getting real. Let's get out of here. Um, yeah, it was the first game. The only thing that you had to get away in that game was holy water, and that was mm-hmm. worst case scenario. Right. Right. So yeah, I mean, I kind of get the same feeling where it's like. Like, you're not really meant to fight, but solve puzzles mm-hmm. and uncover the story. You're just kind of along for the ride. Yeah. But Yeah, yeah I definitely get that vibe, too. Um, but, yeah, the Yomawari Midnight Shadows coming out on PS4, PC, and Vita. From, yep. Yeah. And Nippon Ichi Software. The last one, um, I, I was actually a big fan of this when I was a kid. I played this quite mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um but it's uh, the return of Road Rage for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, if you're not familiar with what Road Rage is, um, it is a, a motorcycle okay. racing game with weapons. So you're beating the shit out of people. Yeah, you're... it's almost like I get like it, a Mad Maxy kind of vibe. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would not always att- I would always attribute it with something like um, uh, Twisted Metal. But which oh, is okay, motorcycles, yeah. Yeah. and uh, yeah, I mean the first one had some of these one-liners that would just they would just make me laugh like crazy. You drive by someone, and you could have like a bike and a sidecar, or just you on a bike. And if you had a sidecar, your friend could be in the sidecar, and he could be attacking mm-hmm. people on whatever side he's on. That's sick. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, me and a few of my friends would play that a lot, and uh, like you'd smack someone in the back of the head, and they'd go flying off their bike, and he'd be like, "Jive turkey." And he'd just keep riding, and it was it was really funny to me. I don't know why. Um, but, yeah, um, who has it now? Maximum Games? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if they're the original, but uh, they've done a great thing with their uh, um, physics of when you hit someone off their bike. Mm-hmm. They just ragdoll in the whatever whole, like, fucking it's direction they It's not just ragdoll. Like it's like a really cool like physics like ragdoll to hell. Yeah, it's like your arms and legs just kind of go in whatever direction. Like... Which is really, it's it's kind of weird because, like, otherwise the the physics acting on the character model are, like, really shit. Right. Until you hit yeah. somebody and then it's hilarious. Yeah. So, I mean, this <laughs> could be a lot of fun. I don't know. Um, it would have to be, like, it better have co-op, you know what I mean? Right. Um, um, I, I, I don't know what to think. I... Another one that has the wrong date. Oh, does it at the end? Yeah, that one says uh, November 18th. They moved it up. Yeah, yeah. I've been following this for a little bit now. Um, Mm -hmm. And I believe it's... I believe they did early access on Steam. Okay. Um, So, I mean, this... If you're looking to pick this up on PC, I mean, go check it out now. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, don't expect the best game in the world. I would probably not pay more than, like... 30 bucks for this yeah and that's assuming that you have friends that are going to play with you right so if you're looking for just something like man you know we're you know we can't play 
uh, Wolfenstein together, Assassin's Creed, Mario. We're right. done with Destiny and you know whatever. I mean, this is we've been getting a good run of um, single player single player titles here. So um, this could be you know a whatever you know if you're into racing kind of games. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's uh that is the rich, uh, it's Road Rage um, for PS4, Xbox One, PC by Max uh, Maximum Games. Yep, and uh, you know this. These next couple weeks are going to be the times that like we're really going to be counting on our fans to like let us know what stuff we're missing because there's right. going to be so much coming out. So uh, yeah, definitely hit us up on uh, Facebook.com/slash/MammothGamesInc, Twitter at MammothGamesInc, Gmail, uh, you know MammothGamesInc at gmail.com. Um, I did want to mention some things that came out last week. Um, specifically, I think I'm probably the uh, one of the bigger PC gamers of our crowd. Right. So, um, I did want to mention, uh, City Skylines had a couple, they had, a, like, a full-fledged DLC, and then they also had an add-on pack. The DLC is Green Cities, mm-hmm. uh, which adds a lot of, like, new buildings, new, uh, area types, which is, like, um, basically, like, a district setting where you can put in more, like, quote-unquote green policies. You can, you know, make green-friendly, uh, you know, eco-friendly, like, industrial zones and stuff like that, uh upgrade the eco-friendliness of houses of your um you know your different communities or you know your cities or whatever so uh that came out uh this last week i think it came out on like thursday or something like that um the add-on pack was european suburbia which is basically just some more european style houses because the game despite being made in europe the game is definitely uh like very american centric i think with the way they focus their market yeah yeah um so you know this they added a european you know left-hand driving uh european townhouses and stuff this is just some more of that um i think it's like a five dollar download just to get some more european buildings like mini marts and uh things like that and then also um full you know new game release uh bomber crew came out from uh runner duck and curve digital um curve digital is the publisher i believe on that and they're they're kind of still starting up um they don't have a lot under their belt yet but i think this is gonna be a really big game for them because it is kind of like uh i've heard it described as um kind of like ftl mm-hmm. um you're basically managing like a world war ii bomber and you have a couple you know procedurally generated crew members that have their own you know stats and you are kind of jumping on board um you know this bomber that you can customize you're you're piloting the bomber as it is and then also making sure that your crew is not like fucking up and destroying the universe yeah it's really um, I weird a, i have a the, friend the, who's been playing this the style is um kind of like a simulator and mm-hmm. uh kind of like a man i don't know like a like a flight it's not a flight simulator but it's a like yeah you're flying in in this bomber, going from um, location to location, uh, attacking, and you don't just control like oh I'm flying over and I'm attacking this base from above. There are other things that are happening, so you have to mm-hmm. focus on that and release the bombs at the right time to hit the um, hit hit the uh, desired mark as well. You have to focus on reloading the bombs. Mm-hmm. You have to focus on the um 
the guys in the uh, in the turrets to shoot down other planes that are on you. Yeah, um, it's yeah, got it's, a it, lot going on. It, it's yeah, it's a lot going on, and your characters can die. I mean, it's not just like your plane doesn't have to go down to kill everyone. Uh-huh. Um, like members can drop down, and it looks like they have like Damn. right around like a two minute or two and a half minute um, downtime unless you like re- revive like resource time. Yeah, um, yeah, it's really uh. It's really interesting. It's got like a kind of a unique art style. Um, I have a yeah. friend who's been playing it, and he's just like posting like sort of like posting live updates as he's playing. And uh, it's really funny. Like he, so he created the uh, bomber, the the Her Majesty's Royal Thought Destroyer. And okay. uh, they, uh, he was like, okay, he's like stuff. It's going really wrong. I need uh, Jackson to like get on the wing and repair the wing or whatever. And then as he was doing that, his next post was. Turns out you should not dive while somebody's standing on the wing. <laughs> like, this dude just, this engineer just flew off and died. Jeez. So, uh, Jesus. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, I, I won't lie. I mean, it looks, it looks fun. Cool. Yeah, this um, dropped for the, just PC? Uh, yeah, for now. Um, it looks like something that might, uh, it would be really it, hard to play with a controller, I think. Well, the trailer says that it's coming out for the Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Yeah, we'll see when that happens. Uh, right. It's all coming, but it's it's on PC first. Um, yeah. Which is why it's always really strange to me whenever I hear, like, Destiny is coming to PC tomorrow after it's been out for a month. And it's like, shouldn't why? that be your, like, first start? Yeah, that should be, like, your first stop. But I, guess practice. Have... I mean, think about uh, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds has already made its millions. Right. And it's still coming to consoles, you know? Yeah. Um, huh. But yeah, I mean, the game looks really cool. I didn't really like FTL so much, but this mm-hmm. seems like it's different enough that it doesn't have the things that... Like, there wasn't anything about FTL that... Like, it's just personal things that I didn't like. Like, I just don't like these particular aspects or whatever. Um, it seems like this game doesn't have those issues. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to pick it up before it ends the sale or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Looks cool. Um, if I recommend you know if you're interested in what we've been talking about. It's called uh, Bomber Crew. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, out on PC. All right. Uh, so yeah, we'll um, scoot along into the uh, deals here. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a humble down under bunda. Crikey. Um, yeah. So it's just Australian made games. Uh, there's some good ones in there. I know uh, Hand of Fate was um like it was kind of early on like the rpg deck builder type thing um Mm -hmm. screen cheat i've heard of i don't i can't remember oh it's a game where you're supposed to like cheat by looking at your friend's screen on like a multiplayer match so there's like a bunch of like stupid bullshit that you do to put in front of your screen to make it look stupid okay uh so that's kind of cool if you have a couple friends that you want to play with um, Warlock of Firetop Mountain is a, uh, solo turn-based combat RPG. Um, it looks like it's, like, pretty heavily text-based, so that looks kind of cool. Uh, Satellite Rain, I've heard of that. Yeah, it uh, looks kind of cool. Um, it looks... Cyberpunk. Yeah, um, the, the, the style looks cool, but it has mm-hmm. a, uh... Oh. Um. I would just recommend the Cyberpunk games if you can get those, but, you know. Right. Cool. Uh, but yeah, it, it has, like, that, uh like stealth tactical um mm-hmm. like class-based strategy look so yep and then of course uh 
You beat the average right now. The average is a little under four bucks. Uh, you get the Hacknet games, which I've I've heard good about. I don't really like puzzle games, so it's not necessarily my thing. But right. um, you know, I know a lot of people do like those. Uh, Crawl looks like a good eight bit looking dungeon crawler. Um, Hurt World, I've heard of that too. I've heard of all of these. It's really weird. Usually, there's like half of the games I've never even conceived of. Uh, Australia's must be doing pretty good. And then if you pay uh, twelve or more, you get Armello, which is a pretty cool board game. Uh, hex based um, it's like animal kingdoms type thing going on so that's yeah cool. interesting so yeah some good stuff yeah. here for uh, the humble bundle um, that's going to be going on from uh, today uh, Sunday it's going to be going on for about another week yep for the full um, week and some extra so yeah this uh, um, hum- humble down under bundle down so, under and, banda and then there's only uh one more day on the one we talked about last week, the Humble Endless RPGs Land Bundle, which is yeah. basically Borderlands. So we already talked about that last week. If you want to hear about that, you know, pop back to our last week's podcast to hear about it. Right. And our last sale we want to talk about, it seems like they're going to be going forward with this, is uh, on the PSN they have the Sale of the Dead. Um, it uh, This offer, the current offer, uh, lasts until the 24th, and then they'll have the Sale of the Dead 2. Is what you were saying, right? It uh, should be week two. Um, week two? I'm not okay. sure, you know, what will be included in that, but probably just any, like, glaring, like, missing stuff on this list will probably just be in the next list, you know? Right. And uh, and they do that pretty often where it'll be like, oh, you know, especially during holidays, like, here's yeah. some holiday-related, you know, hoopla. Um, but, yeah, this... Uh, for the first one, you can get some of the standout 20 bucks for the complete edition of The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Um, Dying Light, the enhanced edition, uh, for $20. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get the standard Founders Pack for $23 uh, for Fortnite. Uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica X for under $4. And mm-hmm. for under or for $5, you can get Dead Island Definitive. Uh, amongst several others, um, you know, Resident Evil 4 is in there. Um, Walking Dead. Um, Resident Evil uh, 6, the Giraffe Blowjob Edition. Yeah, you can get Resident Evil 5 for 8 bucks. You can get Resident Evil 7, uh, the Deluxe Edition, for 45. Um, I'm not sure why you would grab that here, though. I would just pay the little bit of extra and wait to get the all-in-one edition that's coming, the gold edition or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, even Outlast 2, you can pick up for 18 bucks. So, not bad. Some good ones here. Um, go check that out. Like I said, that's the Sale of the Dead on the PlayStation Network. Alright. So, All right. Uh, okay, we're going to launch into the news here. Um, yeah, so, uh, speaking of PC games, as I do, uh, this one's getting pretty nerdy, but um, Civilization VI, their, uh, their like fall 2017 update is uh, doing some major revamp of uh, the religion system, which um, okay, like, I'm not a great Civ player, like, I'm not competitive or anything. Yeah. Um, basically, I just, I play to, you know, kind of waste some time and have a fun time for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, the religion was always something that I thought was, like, a little skewed in the early game. Uh, if you had a civilization that had some religious bonuses, and you jumped on it really quick, you could, like, pretty quickly get a religious victory in the game, which I didn't really like. Um... So basically, they're doing a full overhaul of the religion lens. Uh, they're trying to make it more easy to understand, like, the tooltips in the game that deal with uh, religion and things like that. 
they're changing religious combat there's gonna be new pantheons of gods um some new beliefs new religious buildings two new religious units uh, the warrior monk combat unit and there's gonna be a guru support unit uh and the guru can heal other religious units uh the warrior monk basically um like they're changing the religious combat system uh so I, I haven't seen the specifics of what that is yet but um basically like religious units have a zone of control uh meaning that you can like shrink enemy movement um slow down enemy uh religious units and stuff like that and then you gain support and flanking bonuses um basically there's going to be uh you know there's going to be some more civilizations coming out as well i know they're adding uh indonesia and uh khmer um i don't know anything about khmer so that's interesting indonesia is like a really like powerful like island based like they're really good at populating small islands and their like naval power is like uncalled for <laughs> so um yeah so you know hopefully this will make uh religion a little more engaging a little more interesting um keep civilization six going a little longer i don't want civilization seven yet uh oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's just too soon so although it looks like they are gearing up for that yeah it um, kind of seems like that yeah i mean you know that's that's the curse of to be expected game with yeah. anything higher than the number three on it yep but yeah cool. looks uh looks cool hopefully get some more people back into civ again yeah Cool. The next one is something I think we talked about last week. Um, mm -hmm. We talked a little bit about uh, Project Session uh, being a uh, kind of like a skate style um, skateboarding game. And they've announced that they're dropping Project from the title. It's just going to be called Session. And they're going to be doing a Kickstarter that starts November 14th. So you can go out, go out and... Uh, support this game you know if you're a skater i really um if, if you know if you of course like the game um you know the skate games and you've been kind of itching for a new one definitely go out subscribe to them uh on on youtube and facebook that's creature studios um mm -hmm. and uh follow their campaign it's uh it, it's pretty big for the genre and it, i think this is going to be really important it's kind of a, a make or break so you know put your money where your mouth is these guys want to make this it's not just like you know like ea making it it's this is made by skaters like for skaters so um yeah i think that's pretty important uh go check it out they have a kickstarter teaser trailer um and uh yeah keep an ear out for that we'll uh We'll try to keep the. We'll try to keep the um, like our ears open. See if there's anything. Mm -hmm. Anything we hear. So. Cool. Moving right along. Um, All right. Yeah. Good. Uh, the Pokemon Go Halloween event has begun. Uh, it'll last about two weeks. Uh, so it started on October twentieth, and it will continue to November second. So hopefully everybody's, you know. If you have you've been playing it all, you probably already heard about it. Yeah. Um, if you haven't, this is a good time to jump right back in. Um, so they're actually adding in a few like, you know, spooky Pokemon from the third gen, which is cool. So that means third gen's right around the corner. Yeah, it means yeah, it's um, just sitting like right there, basically. It's all yeah. done. It's just it looks like they're just waiting to release it or whatever. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Right. Uh, you know, I prefer if you just like use what you got, but. Oh well. 
Um, so yeah, they they added uh, Duskull, Duskullop, Sableye, Shuppet, and Banette. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, a couple ghost Pokemon, a cool Dark-type cave dweller monster thing. Uh, other um, Dark-type and spooky Pokemon are becoming more and more frequent, and they also give you double candy. Um, and your, your buddy Pokemon's, like, movement is cut in half. So, uh, you know, that's pretty cool. There's there's a couple, uh, you can get a Mimikyu trainer hat to wear for free. I've been um, wearing that. <laughs> yeah, I've been wearing it. Uh, there's a witch hat Pikachu, and I've heard there's some other uh, Pikachus as well. Yeah, I've got the witch hat. I It's kind of been my personal goal to make sure I get at least two of each Pikachu during uh-huh. every event. And uh, so far I'm doing well, um, because when you evolve a Pikachu into a Raichu, they retain their hat. Yep. So I have the... Um, One of each. Yeah, I have the, the Raichu with the Ash hat on right now. Uh-huh. Um, That's cool. And I'm working on the rest of them, but Pikachus are kind of far and few in between around here, so... Yeah, yeah. I haven't found a Pikachu in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. I mean, like, I'm glad that Pokemon Go has been able to somewhat, like, hold it together by the skin of their nuts. Uh-huh. Um, like, again, like, this game has neck. so many stupid issues that would be so, it seems like they'd be so easy to fix. Yeah, no, I'm and pretty just, sure like, they refuse would be to fix incredibly it. it's, easy. It's like, it's, it'll never be the game that I wanted. And you just, like, I just have to accept that, which I don't want to. Um, yeah. so, you know, I guess, like, the game's good for what it is. Uh, I still like bitch and whine the whole time I'm playing it, but I do that with a lot of games, so it's <laughs> not a problem. It's probably, I mean, honestly, it's probably in my top ten. <laughs> it's just like, I'm like, just a little bit like, about it. Yeah, there's so many just things that piss me off. Like, yeah. um, like why? Like, I'm standing inside of the building. Like, I'm standing inside the post office. Why can't I access the gym? Like, yeah, yeah. It, they need like, to things like that piss me off. A lot of things like that. Yeah. It's little things like that that piss me off the most. Um, the big things don't even bother me anymore. I just, I expect that I'm never going to get it, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You There's know. a lot of things that's like, okay, this is never going to be fixed. That's not in my mind anymore. It's fine. So. Yeah. You know, I, I, I still want them to get better and everything. Like, I, I haven't just given up on them, but I just don't. Like, just keep adding generations of Pokemon and keep making new stuff that I can, like, have fun tracking down. And that's pretty much all you can expect at this point. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, it has nothing to do with like how strong the Pokemon actually are, or how yeah. they compare to other things. It's like they've taken out most of the fun, except the mm-hmm. collecting. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, pretty much. It is what it is. Yep. Cool. Uh, moving right along, Tony is publishing uh, Nintendo Switch and PC games under a new label. Um, a division of Sony is publishing video games. Uh, Amongst other consoles, um, Switch, yeah, for the Switch, the company mm-hmm. has announced, Sony Music Entertainment has launched a new publishing label called Unties, whose upcoming projects include Tiny Metal, that's uh, coming to the Switch, as well as PC and PS4. Um, okay. Kind of interesting, I have a little uh, video yeah. here for, um, uh, for Tiny Metal. And, okay. I mean, th- this was... It's kind of important, I guess, that they're doing this. Mm-hmm. They've done this before. Uh, what they do? They did it, uh, PC stuff for Payday and... Um, what was the other one? Planet Side 2? Uh, okay, yeah, that it. sounds right. That sounds right. And, you know, so they're, they're not unfamiliar. It's just never been violently successful. Um, 
I'd like to see that change. That's kind of a cool, like, look, you know, we're on board and willing to make games for, you know, X system or whatever. Uh-huh. So, I mean... Yeah, it's really that, cool. I mean, like, I don't see why you wouldn't want to just make their money. I mean, look at when Microsoft bought Minecraft, and they're like, it's going to come out on literally every fucking thing to ever exist that's on your toaster, it's on your smart fridge. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't see why you don't just, like... I mean, if Nintendo's going to be successful, you might as well put a game on their system and make some money off it. Yeah. And and make it more successful in the, you know... Uh-huh. Like, they're, uh, Nintendo's not, a, like, a threat to... The, Sony. Like some, it's just, like not, it's not even the same a, market. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, they're in different. So you might as well. Like, there's n- nothing to fear, and you can just gonna get. Yeah, you know. Perhaps. And I also like. I super love, like, devs working together and loving each other. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like really into that. So you know, th- I mean, we see it a lot where like, you know, people will congratulate. Like that happens a lot with Nintendo, where like Sony will be like. Yo, great job on the release of the Switch. Like, it's huge. We're really proud of you guys. Like, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Um, but yeah, it looks like Tiny Metal is... Um, oh, shit. Advanced Warsy. Yeah, sorry, I was trying to get back to the video. Um, it's a... Uh, it, it comes from, of course, a Japanese... Um, a Japanese video game developer. It has that mm-hmm. feel. Of yes, definitely. Ju- you know, just looking at it. Um, who is the dev? Let me look that up. It was like Area 34 or something like that. Yeah, that sounds sounds right. Um, yeah, it looks. Um, there's actually a couple games coming out that are going to have that like Fire Emblemy style. Um, I forget what the other one is, but it's like a medieval. And by medieval, I mean like Middle Ages knights, uh, Advance Wars type game coming out, and then there's this, which looks really good. I've always loved Advance Wars, so I'm glad there's going to be some more of that. Yeah, yeah, this looks like it could be a lot of fun. Um, I can't mm-hmm. wait to see. Like, I I, I want to support this and make this successful. Oh yeah, um, for sure. just to support sure. you know the new yeah, dev yeah. on the yeah. yeah the new dev on this you know from Sony to Switch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be cool. Definitely something to keep an eye on. And, you know, if you're into supporting that, definitely. Uh, yeah. here's, your, here's your chance, basically. For sure. All right. All right. Um, yeah, so uh, the Switch has exceeded... Uh, let me get the exact number here. It's It's got more than 2 million units sold. Uh, around 2.4 million Switch consoles sold. Damn. Uh, that's really good. It's been yeah. their biggest launch in their history. Uh, so, better than the Wii. That's shocking. Oh, wow. It sold... Uh, this is a really old article. I wonder why this was so late to come out. Uh, it sold about 2.4 millions in March. Wow. Yeah, I wonder what um, the updated uh, projection... Yeah, I'd be really interested yeah. to see that. Um, they're yeah, doubling... Gonna... They're going to manufacture 16 million units. They think they can get 10 million units by next March. Wow. Nintendo Life um, in July reported that the Switch had sold 4.7 million units worldwide. Yeah. Um, and nearly every <laughs> nearly every Switch owner has got Breath of the Wild. That's funny. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess what else would you get? Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I wonder why that... I don't know why that news was so late in coming out. 
or at least for me to hear it. But um, that was a recent article on, on, I think, Polygon and Game Informer, so I don't know what that deal with, with that is. But, uh, yeah, they sold a shit ton of Switches, and they're going to be trying to sell even more, so that's pretty cool. Two days ago, it was um, said that the Switch is the best-selling game console in the U.S., uh, up 92%. Um, Holy cow. Whereas the PS4... Um, yeah, let me see. Yeah, it's up. It was up ninety-two percent uh, mm. last year. Uh, I guess compared to March. Um, I don't know. This article is kind of weird, but uh, according to August, they were mm. down six. It says it was down six percent, but overall throughout the year, it's it's been positive. So, um, yeah, they're definitely doing well. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna sell. They're gonna sell a ton more. When, I mean, they're bringing out um, um, Super Mario Odyssey Switch bundle. So I feel like holiday time that's gonna sell extremely well. Yep. And then just the game itself, you know, people who can't find the bundle are gonna like. Oh, you know, I know so-and-so loves, you know, like Parent, you know, I know so-and-so loves video games. Mario's the wholesome go-to. Mm-hmm. So might as well buy him the newest cool thing. So, you know, it's it's one of those things. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's pretty cool. Um, they're you know, selling incredibly well. So. And, you know, like, I mean, kind of why wouldn't it? It's like the best idea. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... We talk about it all the time, but, I mean, you know, it's hard it, to, like, overemphasize. It's what the Wii U should have been, and it it was almost like they're like, oh, yeah, we really screwed up the Wii U. We should have let them be able to take that tablet that they can detach. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't they have done that in the first place? I don't know. It's, yeah. it, it was really weird how they, how they got how they got here, but, you know, they're here now, so... Mm-hmm. So, you know, there we are. Pretty cool. Um, Yeah, so there's also uh, a little bit of, like, disturbing news about the uh, Detective Pikachu movie. (laughs) Uh, The fact that it's being made makes me want to kill myself. (laughs) The fact that it's not Danny DeVito makes me want to kill everybody else. This week, and who the fuck asked for it? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Okay, so, um, you know, the Legendary film said they were making the Detective Pikachu thing last year. Uh, Danny DeVito was like super up on it. Um, apparently, uh, there's some news that the uh, the company is looking at Hugh Jackman, Zach Galifianakis, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, and Dwayne the motherfucking cooking ass Rock Johnson. Uh, I don't Why? know who they would be. Like these clearly are not going to be Pikachu because that's Danny DeVito. It's got to be. I hope but, Pikachu like, is voiced by Sam Jackson. And he says motherfucker a lot. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. That'd be really good. Um, Sick of these motherfucking meows. Motherfucking Team Rocket. (laughs) Blasting off. Cocksuckers. (laughs) Yeah, it it really is like, who asked for this and what are they doing here? Like, it's... uh, I mean, this is really uh, weird. I mean, uh, we're supposed to be getting a game based on this, right? Have we got it? We haven't got that yet. 
no. There's supposed to be a game though, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, don't I feel know. like I mentioned something about that like 14 years ago, and then we never heard anything else, and then it's like all of a sudden, hey, look. Yeah, that happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. The movie industry is just full scum. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything about it. Except for what they make. It's kind of like the game industry, actually. <laughs> um, okay. So that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go straight into, like, full-on bummer mode. Right. Um, I'm sure people have probably heard about this by now. Uh, EA has shut down Visceral Games. Cocksuckers! Um, which, if you're a Star Wars fan, might have you, like, tearing your fucking eyeballs out of your head. Yeah. Because they were working on that sick... Uh, quote-unquote uncharted style single-player narratively linear focused uh game i don't know i just described it about as much as i can i guess game is the only thing left on the end of that and uh you know amy hennig was working on it jade raymond from uh um you know motive um used to be from yubi yeah uh so like it had like some all-star ass talent on it and i mean visceral games like i like dead space one dead space two was okay so, like, I'm not a big Visceral Games fan or whatever, but, like, that was a good studio with a lot of, like, really good talent. I liked what they did. Like, even the stuff that I wasn't into, like, I'm not going to go out and buy Battlefield Hardline, but it was a good idea. It was really good that they were, like, one of the first companies that got Battlefield outsourced to them, if not the first. Right. You know? That wasn't DICE. I heard, I mean, from what I heard of it, it was good. Like, it wasn't, it didn't, like, blow any sales records or anything, but... So, I mean, the silver lining here is I feel like a lot of these guys that worked at Visceral are really, like, like they're really, um, talented. Yeah, they're super talented. They have well, a lot of ideas jobs. and yeah. they're going to be able to break off from this thing. Like if they worked on Dead Space or whatever and they're hmm. expected to deliver, oh, well, we're going to expect another Dead Space down the road. I mean... It, it gives them the opportunity to look at, you know, like a different genre of game. Um, yeah, be that's a part true. of a team that's, that's something, and they can bring something more to that. Or they could yeah. break out and they could make their own thing, um, which would also be just as important, I think. So That's true. Um, but this is like, uh, and there's some other things that we're going to mention too. We have a quote on here on our little prep sheet to make sure I don't forget about it. But, um, like, this is just like furthering, like, EA kind of mistreating its, like, babies. Um, like, Bioware. I mean, I, I'm, like, the biggest Bioware defender. Like, you know, I'll, I'll fight to the death on some shit that Bioware does. Because I know it's EA. And I know from people on the inside that it's EA. And people that have left EA have talked about how it's EA. And here we have, you know, EA just this year fucked Mass Effect to death. Uh, Dragon Age is at risk because a couple weeks ago, um, the, uh, the, like, creative lead of the Dragon Age franchise left after they had the creative lead of Mass Effect, after they had their fucking company, uh, you know, their, their, uh, chief executive step down and leave, their general manager, um, like, Bioware is, like, really at risk. Here's another company that EA has shut down after many others that they have, like, EA's got a serious fucking management problem. And, yeah. Uh, it's like... I feel like I it's too many cooks in the kitchen. Um, it's That's got to be part of it. 
it, it's there's too many people with a lot of money um yeah with ideas that they think that they have to run something that they have no idea about right and it's like they when you acquire these companies don't you think that it's because you like what they do and you think that they're good at it? So right. why would you come in and tell them why how to do you... their own fucking business? Yeah, why would you change it? It, it like really fucking pisses <clears throat> me off. And like this is very much uh like a Konami thing. <laughs> right. That's like let's piss off our senior talent and shit all over beloved game franchises. And Pretty like much, yeah. like I said, like I have stood behind even EA in a lot of ways. I like I've defended EA of a lot of stupid bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I'm fucking over it. Like, well, I mean, you kind of have to because they, you know, they make games that they make some of my favorite franchises. Right. I mean, you can't like I. Every single person has to have a game that EA's made that they love. Right. There's no way you say that there's not. You're fucking lying. Yeah. You just have to look deeper. Like EA. EA made Skate. There it is for me. EA made a lot of fucking shit, dude. And like I said, like I, I really like Dead Space One. Uh, some people who used to work at Visceral kind of came out and said some stuff. It almost kind of sounded like they were defending EA, which I don't like. But, uh, you know, there was somebody that worked on Dead Space 2 was like, that game did not meet its sales mark. It's like, why the fuck did they make Dead Space 3? It sucked. It was the right. worst one yet. It was definitely the worst one. I mean, it, yeah, I, I, I do know some people that enjoyed it, but it's like, you enjoy it as your new, like, Kane and Lynch game. You know, it's not Dead Space 3. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. Um, it's not. It just. It can't even hold like a torch to the yeah. first one. And it, you know, even the second one was not as. I mean, it wasn't anywhere as good as the first one. And yeah, you know, it still was doing close. some interesting stuff. I think they expanded in like Dead Space Two went deeper in with the story and less in with the horror, which was not great because that's what Resident yeah. Evil did. But um, you know, it was still a good game on its own. You had to consider it separate from the first one, but it was still good. But, uh, you know, since then, they've just been repeatedly, like, dumping on my fucking dreams. And, uh, not a fan. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, pointing out, like, them taking Star Wars and moving it into, a, you know, in a different direction. Who's taking that? It was at, uh... Um, yeah, let's get, see EA, if we get a quote on that. It was EA Vancouver that's taking that. And... Yeah, they're sending it to Vancouver, which is cool, because we actually know some people there. So, again, I don't right. want to, like, fully, like, buttfuck EA here. No, no, but, and it, it's not bad, um, but, I mean, you have to look at what else EA Vancouver makes. Right. right. Um, right. They make, uh, they made the newest FIFA game. Mm-hmm. So That's it's like, it's really weird. So it's like, yeah, let's give them Star Wars. Like, Star Wars is one of the biggest franchises that get shit on in video games. Their games get mm-hmm. canceled every single time we see something promising. And uh, I'm afraid that the game that we've seen and that we've expected is just now gone. Um, uh, yeah, well, I mean, it pretty much is. I mean, they've said um, there's not a lot of... Uh, okay, here we go. So here's a here's a quote. Um, a development team uh, will take over development of this... Ragtag is the code name for the game. Led by the EA Vancouver team that has already been working on the project and support... Uh, Steve Anthony will lead this team, will use much of the work that has been done to date. The assets that have already been built will be the foundation of this new game. That means the story's out. That means the gameplay, the concepts are out. Yeah, so they're they're going to keep the art and the audio. Yep, they're going to keep the art and they're going to build upon the world, um, which is, to me... They're going to shit in my open fucking mouth. That's never a good thing. um, Because you want to build the world around the story that's being told. Not the story around the world that's being built. I mean, at the same time, like, you can make an extremely good 
Um, like, if I see a really extremely good piece of art, that can inspire a lot of stuff in people. And you sure. can, like, you can make a movie out of a really good shot. But I yeah. don't think you can make a game. Because, you know, a, a game is about... It's about me as the person's experience. It's not about... Um, it's, that's why games are really hard to define. And that's why there's this debate over our game's art. Because, like, if I take a really good photo... The photo is about what I, the artist, saw. It's right. not about what you witness. It can be. I mean, like, your a, a, a viewer's um, emotional state and their reaction to seeing this picture is important. But that's not what the art is. The right. art it has is nothing my to do... experience taking the picture. Right. It has you nothing know? to do with the art itself. It has to do with you perceiving the art. It really has to do with the artist, and that's why you get people like Picasso that can't draw a fucking dick on the wall, who becomes, like, massive, famous artist. Because it's, like, it's about who he was, and it's about his process, and it's about his thoughts, and, you know, his his vision on the Spanish Civil War, and all this shit, you know? I, I really want, I really want our new, our next piece of art to be Picasso. A Picasso dick on the wall? <laughs> well, Picasso looking over his shoulder, smiling with a pen yeah. in front of a big wall where he's just drawing a dick. And, you know, that's actually, um, not to go into, like, full art discussion here, which could be a good, uh, kind of Mammoth Games bullshit sidecast. Right. But, um, like, I, I think the shift in art, like, there was a time when art was, this is the time of, like, extremely realistic paintings, usually of, like, your country's king or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that it did used to be about, okay, what is the quality? What are the brush strokes? Wh- who is the subject? And, uh, I think that's what video games are right now. And that changed kind of when I think Van Gogh started becoming popular, uh, which you know he was a little earlier than some of these other uh, people I'm shitting on. Yeah, he but, had um, a really like the the time that pisses me off in art is, uh, uh-huh. <clears throat> and it's not that he was a bad artist. It's just it, it's like what like I've I've literally thrown this picture up into my toilet. Um, Jackson Pollock. It's just uh-huh. it's just thrown pieces of like there's nothing being expressed. Well, it's again, that's about like what you see in there. It's about Jackson Pollock. It has nothing to do with what it is, right? You know, and which it, is not that doesn't make it bad. And and another good point is like, where did we get all of this immense talent to be able to carve out of marble and mm-hmm. draw and paint the way that we could in you know after the dark times of art? Where did that mm-hmm. come from? How did people know? How, how did they know art that well? Just out of the blue like like looking it up in like if you've ever taken an art history class well it's pretty it's wild really really weird because yeah. it's like we were drawing stick figures and then we were drawing fully three-dimensional anatomically correct humans uh-huh. well there was what? some trickery to that but still yeah it's I mean, really weird it's still really good and it like uh you know so it, actually i think that would really be a good like spin-off episode so let's let's uh bookmark that but um you know like Games are still kind of in an early stage where the game is about my experience as a player. You know what I mean? And, like, it, it seems like EA and a lot of companies think that a game is about making a dollar. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's that's really fucked up. And uh, th- this leads to my shit I want to take on Activision. I'm just going to hit everybody so I never get a job in the industry. Yeah. Um. Don't need so, it. And I do want to. I do want to quote. Uh, so I'm going to talk about what it is, and then I'm going to read a direct quote. Um, Activision basically patented technology 
that would uh, it's an algorithm that would uh, do matchmaking based on uh, whether or not someone is a purchaser of microtransactions but not in the only good way that this could be done specifically it will try to match people who have not spent any money in game real money with people who have spent a lot of real money in game so the point of this technology is to get probably new people into games where they're playing against people that have spent a shit ton of money in the game and have like maxed out weapons and shit so that the new people get so crushed and so beat up that they think that the only way to have fun in the game is to spend money on microtransactions. Right. And, uh, okay, so I, there's a quote, official Activision response here. This was an exploratory patent filed in 2015 by R&D working independently from game studios. It's not implemented in-game. Uh, that doesn't mean shit to me. Right. <laughs> like, we would never know if it was. Like, they don't have to say that. And, uh, you know, there's no, like, Video Game Disclosure Act that says, like, they have to tell you how. I mean, that's a big debate going on with loot boxes right now, which I think we we pretty much crushed that one uh, yeah. previously. But, um, you know, a big debate with loot boxes is, is it gambling? And, I mean, obviously it is, but is it gambling in the same ways that gambling can be negative? Uh, so that's still kind of being determined. I think it probably is, but, you know, I'm not the ESRB, so my opinion doesn't really mean jack shit. So, so you know, they, they also went on to say uh, the matchmaking system would analyze player trends such as latency uh, and weapon preference in order to place them in scenarios that might lead them to buy certain items. Uh, and then right. here's a little quote. It says, for example, microtransaction engine uh, 128 might, might identify a junior player to match with a marquee player. Uh, mm -hmm. based on player profile of the junior player. In uh, a particular example, the junior player may wish to become an expert sniper in the game. Microtransaction Engine 128 may match the junior player with a player that's a highly skilled sniper in the game. In this mm -hmm. manner, the junior player may be encouraged to make, uh, make game-related purchases, uh, such as rifles or other items, uh, used by the highly skilled sniper, so it's not just show. It's not just saying, okay, we're gonna put them in there and piss them off. It's mm -hmm. gonna be like, okay, we're gonna put them in there, piss them off, and then show them what the player used that pisses them off. Right. To hopefully, turn around and want to do that to and make them another buy. player. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just it's it, super it, fucked it, up. It's feeding the machine is what it's doing. Well, not only that, but I think, like kind of the most disturbing part about this is like okay and i i said this for shadows of war and i think it's true pretty much overall in my opinion that mm -hmm. if that's what it takes to get the game to a good quality standard and released fine the difference is this is not about just making money it's about actively making people have a bad time right. and trying to do that which is fucked up like yeah um it's a huge difference to say like Oh, we'll put people in a match, and then it'll let them know that, oh, if I spend a little bit of money, I might have a better time. You know, I get that. That's business, whatever. We live in a capitalist society. That's what it's going to take to make some of these awesome games. Okay. But this is saying, how do we fuck with our players to make them buy stuff because they hate it so much? Right. Like, they just spent $60 on this game. They cannot return the game. Yeah, but we're gonna let them know they're not gonna have fun unless they end up spending eighty dollars on the game, not sixty, and that's fucked up. That's right. that's evil. I mean, I mean, in, in that case, they should create a 
uh, $60 this will piss you off bundle, and then an $80 you'll be able to piss like, other people off Like, here's how you bundle. actually have fun with our stupid fucking game bundle. <laughs> right. Like, and, and yeah, that's, it's, that's it's, like... it's, it's really unfair. Um, and, yeah. you know, we I think we crushed it last week by saying, you know, vote with stuff like this. You know, vote, vote with your with, dollars. Vote with your dollars. You know, if you want... Um, if, if, if you don't have to do this, if it's not... You know, it's not that we don't want the game, it's that we don't want the bullshit that comes with the game. Right. Um, and, so, uh, you know, I, I was, uh, I listened to um, a couple of different uh, other podcasts that I, you know, I, I stay up on where they were talking about this. Uh, game Informer talked about it, Waypoint talked about it, Vice News, uh, and the Vice News is gaming. Um, and Waypoint actually had a, 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 a EA, a former EA employee who had worked on, um, Andromeda and he was kind of talking about his opinion of you know some of the stuff that's going on and it's like the stuff like to get back to the the heart of the issue like so EA shut down this Star Wars game and they're going to completely remake it into something that they can put loot boxes in mm-hmm. and the issue is that a single player narrative story driven linear game would make a lot of money it just they would rather make something that makes more money even if it's worse like, they don't give a shit about how good the game is. They give a shit about how many dollars they get. Which, again, on one hand, I get it. If I make the coolest game of all time and I lose $50 million, it wasn't a good game. Right. You know? Like, it doesn't matter how good it is. But they know that they'll turn a profit. They know that putting out the Star Wars Uncharted would make a fuck ton of money. They just... It's not enough. They want more. And it's like... uh it's inherently predatory. It's inherently anti-consumer. And, like, in the meantime, they're fucking up people's lives by... I mean, they said we're going to keep as many people as possible. How many fucking times do you hear that? Right. You know? Irrational kept as many people as possible. It was 13. Later yeah. downsized to 7. And Of a I studio mean, of hundreds. You know? And, you know, it's just basically, like, the only thing that those people have to fall back on is the fact that the video game industry while there are things like this that happen that other I mean, cool in general, things happen like, and they try to take yeah. care of their own yeah and uh you know ea is gonna have to probably buy these people out like the people that are gonna get let go are gonna get some benefits and especially considering these are canadian companies we're talking about uh so you know canada's got some better um you know worker protection laws than the u.s has so i mean i guess better from a certain point of view but um you know, so like the a lot of people are probably almost everybody's gonna be able to land on their feet. Some people are gonna stay inside EA and continue to get to work on different projects. Might be better projects, might be cooler projects. You know, right. I can't say. But regardless, they're fucking with people's lives. In their pursuit of fucking with my life by trying to make me buy more microtransactions. Like if a couple employees like I mean, I I think a lot of people put up with crunch in the industry because Look what you get from it. It's so cool. It's so fun. It's so happy. It spreads joy. It spreads entertainment. Uh, you know, it's something that's negative, but something good comes out of it. The The world would not be the same if industrialization did not have child workers. It was bad. Everybody knows it's bad. But we simply would not have industrialized the way we did if we didn't have child employees. You know what I mean? It's really fucked up, but that's what it took to get here. And, uh, you know, everybody that buys an iPhone, everybody that buys any kind of device really you're utilizing some pretty fucked up labor behind that right and it's just you know in in a certain outlook that's just what it takes to make it 
and I don't see, you know, Apple fans in, in general, like, I don't want to talk, sh- I, I don't like Apple, but people that like Apple, I don't really give a shit. Like, it doesn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see Apple fans, like, rushing out en masse and protesting the new Apple phone that comes out, you know? I don't right. see any fans do- of anything doing that. It's very rare. Maybe a new pipeline. It's the only thing that everybody really gives a shit about. Yeah. It's one of the least damaging things that is going on, but okay. Yeah. I guess I get it. There was just another big oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico. It's about as bad as the Deepwater Horizon, so there's that. But, um, you know, it's like... Uh, we're at a point where we don't have to have child labor anymore. We don't have to have, essentially, slave labor in China making sh- making things for us. We can make it. We can afford it. We can a, a company could take a tiny loss if it decided to. They just don't want to. Right. So, again, as a consumer, you have to tell them, like... Okay, you spend a lot of fucking time and money on these loot boxes. I'm not going to buy one. I'm not going to buy a single loot box. If you give one to me for free, I'm not going to open it. That sends a pretty fucking strong message. Yeah. You know? I haven't opened a... Uh, other than the pre-order bonuses, which are open for you automatically, I'm not I'm not going to open a single loot box in Shadows of War. And I, I feel like... I want to know that I don't want it. In, in Battlefront 2, you're not going to have an option with that, though. Um, you're getting stuff to well, enhance your it's character kinda, yeah that's important player. to gameplay so that's different like in yeah. shadows of war it's not it's not vital to gameplay at all good um, yeah yeah that's, so I it depends like i mean like if you don't spend a single dollar they will see it because they're counting on making more money on loot boxes than they do on game sales which like, yeah i mean i see how that's possible but also fuck you <laughs> like make the game free if that's how it's gonna work right or, or make it, the I way mean, imagine the, if they released it for 20 bucks and that's the only way it should be I mean, you know, there's other things you could do. Like, Overwatch has this cosmetic stuff, and you have to buy the game. But it's cosmetic. You don't have to buy shit. It has nothing to do with your performance, you know? It's just a little something extra to sprinkle on top. So, uh, okay, yeah, we talked about that before. I don't want to get into it too much. We can have another... We could make a whole show about complaining about different practices in games. Sure. Sure. Yeah, we definitely could. Um, Okay, so let's scoot along. Uh, Kind of some other weird corporate bullshit going on. Um, Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle got acquired by IGN. I, I wanted to dive into this, and I just didn't. But uh, let me really get in here. I mean, it's, Does the Humble Store still exist separately from Humble Bundle? I'm not sure on that. You know what I mean? I, it, it's just one of those things that you you kind of fear because a Humble Bundle... Well, something up. weird could happen out of it. It, like, it, it does, doesn't necessarily mean it will, but it might. It does something really good for not just the video game industry. Uh-huh. And that's important. Like, it doesn't... There's really no BS with it. It's uh-huh. as simple as... Like, we talk about it every week on the podcast. Like, it's as simple as... If you beat the average, you mm. get X amount of games. Right? And then if you go well above and beyond, then you get these bonus games. And if you pay, you know, even a little bit, you get, you know, these kind of, like, usually smaller titles... Um, it's really cut and dry, uh, and when something like that gets acquired, it mm-hmm. there te- there tends to be a change somewhere down the line, um, and if it comes from like if you're buying like they bought like someone bought this right, so mm-hmm. IGN now owns this. They spent money on this. They're going to look for a a, ter- a turnaround profit. You don't just buy it for no, no reason. Right, you know, a, a company like IGN, you assume that they're buying it for 
because they think they can make money on it. You wouldn't buy it to not make money on it or just you, you certainly wouldn't buy it to break even because you would just let them even break doing even what doing like yeah like even if it was breaking even they go oh well we could buy this and put in all this work and then break even they would go nope because that's how a business works <laughs> yeah yeah i mean nope that's funny <laughs> man i don't know yeah it's it's, it's a um, real big IGN, danger zone yeah ign is not okay they're not microsoft no they're not you know they don't they they stand to gain money but the issue is that games are advertised on ign no so i guess i don't see a problem with uh ign's top rated indies bundle i don't see a problem with ign editor picks bundles i don't see an issue with that no what i see an issue with is when you go to the ign page and there's six border ads and an ad in the middle and it plays during the video when it starts up for shadows of war which we've seen every time we try to open game informer i love them but they're biased as fuck right and when there's like 15 ads of something and then you go to the humble bundle and that same game is on a sale that's sketchy see this is where i think they're going with it and i've put in a little bit of thinking time with this um i think that they're going to do uh like a monthly club uh well they have that yeah well uh, um, yeah i mean humble bundle the goes, humble but... monthly well something it's that's going to change you're yeah. going to notice that tweak into loot crate type bullshit territory right nothing wrong with loot crate just saying yeah it's but <laughs> i i do see them doing their month like a there's something else to it that I can't put my finger on. Yeah, there's something like they're gonna it's do. inherently sketchy. It's like if um, it would be like if uh, like I don't know what's a good example. Like, what is a similar sized media company to IGN? I don't really know. You know, it would be like if suddenly like, um, well yeah, it would be like if Game Informer bought a game company. Yeah, and they were like, it has nothing to do with our our company, which GameStop does have a publishing arm. But they're not making the games. You know right. what I mean? They're marketing and selling them. And trust me, trying to get a job there is not even <laughs> yeah, like something that you can look up. Uh, not only that, but it's like hard as monkey balls to get them to talk to you. And I have not heard anything. There's been no news about how it is to work with them as a partner, which is a little sketchy. Yeah. Because normally there's something and it's just totally quiet. So that's a lot of NDAs getting signed. Um, but that said, you know, I'm a big fan of Humble Bundle. I think, like, uh, you know, it was it was my idea, but, like, certainly you didn't resist it or anything for us to talk about Humble Bundles on the podcast. Like, you've bought no, quite I mean, a few of them, too. Yeah, no, so, it's it, it, it's a great, um, um uh, like... Yeah, we, we're, we're both fans. Like, yeah. I like Humble a lot. I buy off stuff off the Humble store sometimes if it's on sale. I mean, like, it just gives you Steam codes, so it's no different to me. Like, I'm happy to, to check it out, you know? Right. Um, but it's, it's just kind of weird um it's a really weird buy and i can see it being abused it doesn't mean they will but i can definitely see it being abused yeah it's it it's something to i don't know maybe in maybe in this next week we'll you know have some time to think about it and we can revisit it Mm -hmm. and you know our predictions of what's going to happen um yeah i would like to say nothing's going to change but uh, yeah, that would be the ideal. 
That would be and, ideal. You know, it would be. It but... could be. It could be a while until there's some changes to it as well. Like it doesn't mean that they're going to start changing things tomorrow. Right. Um, it, it and could I don't be look, like a year. That's I don't okay. look for them to change things. Mm-hmm. Like in. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be quite a while. I feel like it's gonna be a couple years before they yeah. really implement these things because, I mean, they have a lot to do. Yep. You know, it's it's acquiring acquiring something new, so there's a lot of hoops to jump through. I think. Um, yep. Uh, Business wise, so yeah, just something we wanted to talk about. Hopefully, we won't be talking about Humble Bundle any less than we normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah good thing that i think keep everyone in the know about all right and uh just to finalize up um i mean i guess this is uh good news yeah <laughs> i don't know um okay so uh there's a title for the han solo movie and i did just want to like talk about it a little bit because i think if you're a video game fan you're probably a star wars fan i would assume right. that's pretty big overlap um so the the uh uh, Han Solo movie has a title. Are you ready to get, just be blown away? It's totally original. Uh-huh. Han Solo, a Star Wars story. Damn. Cool. Um, Wait, so that, that's, that was that's not literally great. what it's called, right? Uh huh. God, that's so terrible. <laughs> but why would I think of a title when there's a title just laying around? You know? Right. Uh, so why don't they just weird. call it Solo? Just call it just Solo. Doesn't say a Star Wars story. Nothing. Solo. And it's written in the red Solo Cup font. <laughs> and there's your partnership deal right there. Yeah. Anyways, um, this movie is like definitely seems cursed as hell. <laughs> uh, so they had like a major problem like casting. Um, there were like hundreds. Uh, and eventually um, Alden Ehrenreich is the one who got it. Um, he is... Uh, he was in like Hail Caesar. He's still up and coming very much. Just like the Star Wars movies typically try to get um, young oven, pretty much you know young um, they try to get him fresh out of the oven is what I'm saying right. um but uh they were like I mean they've lost directors on this uh try, like the uh the original directors got tossed and they like hired a new director and then apparently in the middle of filming they hired an acting coach for Alden uh, that's totally fucked up. Um, interesting. Like, it's it's totally weird. And like, uh, um, you know, Ron Howard is gonna like finish it up, which is weird. Yeah, that's um, definitely. Weird. I mean, great. Like Ron Howard Ron probably Howard should great. just have his. He should have his own trilogy of Star Wars movies, probably. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, like otherwise, like there's some there's some cool actors in it. Woody Harrelson's gonna be in it. Um. Shockingly, fucking uh, Donald Glover's Glover. in it. Playing, he's just been in like he's apparently Lando? like Disney's new bro. Yeah. Um, What's up with that? So yeah. The uh, it was the directors were going to be uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who did uh, the Jump Street movies and the Lego movie. Uh, they did the Lego Batman. Um, they're really good, and they're like, nope, you guys are out. Like creative differences. They're like, fuck off. Uh, so Ron Howard stepped up. Um, it's uh, it's been like a really weird, uh, run of like bad news coming from this. Yeah, uh, they they're they're saying that it's probably gonna come out in uh late May, which is pretty quick turnaround. 
Uh, they have been working on it for a while, but already there's been rumors that it's going to be delayed to December. Yeah, I already see it being delayed. Um, uh, probably yeah, it, holiday. I mean, like, considering how a... I mean, we know a little bit about movies from our time at Full Sail and, you know, just in general. Because, um, we, you know, we know people that work on movies and special effects and editing and all kinds of, like, sound, everything. And, uh, like, a, a movie that is going to come out in theaters. So, a non-direct-to-DVD movie. Um, it should, not only should it be done filming by now, which we have not heard that it is, if it was coming out on, in May of next year, it should be done editing by now. They yeah. usually hold this shit in the barrel for six months. Yeah, you and, know? I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it, I mean, movies, movies are really weird, and you never know how they're gonna go. Right, um, I mean, like, editing-wise, uh, yeah, you need, that, that's where the majority of your time's gonna yes. go. Yes. Um, you know, games tend to go gold about a week or two before official release. And basically that is just like the final master copy that's going to be printed on discs and uploaded onto the digital store and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, which will then be day one patched. Yep. <laughs> of course. But, uh, because like, that's easier. You know, with movies it's very different because they don't have to worry about a DVD coming out for a long time. It's in theaters. It, usually it comes out on, you know, disc or, you know, f- personal release or whatever. Um, right. Like six months after it was out in theaters, usually, ish. So, um, like, usually they're done way ahead of time. And movies just take a lot longer to get anything done in general. I mean, the It movie, which, um, you know, it's now the top horror movie of all time. It crushed the previous record holder. It doubled it, more than doubled it. Um, it took approximately, like, ten years to get this bitch made. That's just part one, you know? Like, I mean, it's they've been working on... There's a lot of movies that are worked on for, like, 15 years before they come out. Right. Um, and not just that movie Boyhood that's about a kid growing up in real time. So, um, that's a good movie, by the way. But, uh, you know, it's, it's... I really liked Rogue One. I liked Rogue One a lot. I liked it more than a lot of people did. No, yeah, um, I, I really enjoyed Rogue One. Yeah. Um, I'm pumped uh, it's for something episode uh, 8. Yeah, definitely. Go ahead, I, I think, say what you're gonna say. I think with something like Rogue One, it's so exciting because um, there isn't gonna be more. You know, it's gonna be it's, it's self-contained. Yeah, right. Um, and I th- yeah, that's there, there's something about that. Like you know where this yeah, is like gonna end. Lot. Let's see how they get there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, you know, this one. I mean, there's not gonna be Han Solo two, a Star Wars story again. Yeah. Han Solo, more soloed, more Hansy. You know, you don't have to worry about that. Like, it is going to be self-contained, and kind of like Rogue One, this bleeds directly into main story. But I don't think they should have. I don't like. I don't think you get another actor to play Harrison Ford. You know, I just don't think it works. Um, I don't know that they'll be able to please fans with this. Yeah, like I feel like I feel like it's really only risky. like shitty territory. Yeah, like, I mean, especially someone as big as yeah, someone as big as Han Solo. I mean, if they were going to do it, I think they probably should have tiptoed into the water by doing like maybe a like a Chewbacca, a, well, a Chewbacca story. Oh, that would have been good. That would have been cool. Yeah, I mean, you get to see you know just everything that that surrounds that. Um, you know, people yeah. come and go, and then like at the end. 
like introduce you know possibly this person that could play Han Solo and then that leads up to something else um mm-hmm. but yeah I mean I think Han Solo was a bit too big to go right out of the game yeah with. that's a risky fucking move and like I don't know like it doesn't seem like something Disney would do you know it seems too yeah. risky you feel like I feel like they, they play it too they play it safe every time that so. or they make like Pocahontas six and it's just straight to your DVDs. Like nobody sees it. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> like it didn't really happen, you know. Jafar or uh, Aladdin four. Jafar needs glasses. Jafar's new glasses. Like, you know, if we had a sponsor, maybe we could have dumped that in there. Could have, but, but uh, we don't. You know, it's, so, uh, yeah, we're sponsored by like that nice like international delight coffee drink that I like to drink for the podcast. But uh, it, you know, it's very odd. Like it seems like it's cursed as hell. Um. You know, I think it's going to be good. Like, I don't think that Disney's going to release a shitty Star Wars movie. Yeah, I don't think so. But it's not going to be as good of a movie that they could have made. I mean, dude, fucking, uh, everybody's on board for a young Obi-Wan movie. Yeah. Like, I'm fully torqued for it, basically, is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, like, I have my shirt off, pants off, no socks. Swinging that shirt around your head. Uh-huh. Swinging something around my head, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I'm I, I'm still gonna. I mean, I'm gonna be there to see it in opening week for sure. Right. Like, right. I mean, yeah, it's I not. Mean, it's I one of those. Bitch. You know, if you're like, a Star Wars fan, it's not something that you can ignore. You're not gonna right. just go. No, I'm not going. Right. So, um, you know, I I don't think it's the strongest move they could have done. Like Rogue One had no victims. There was nothing that Rogue One could do to ruin anything. Right. Other than to not have any boffins. Thanks a lot, assholes. But, uh, you know, like, I really liked it. It was a really extremely, like, interesting take on what it could have been. Which I, mm-hmm. like, they can take a risk with it because it doesn't have to carry a trilogy. You know? Right. Which I and don't it, think that this movie can do. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, you know, if it sucks, it was just like that one shot, you know? God, I cannot believe they hired an acting coach for him in the middle of shooting. God, I would fucking, I would walk out. Like, I'd be like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. God, that's so rude. It's ridiculous. Uh, that's like commenting, uh, asterisk your on something. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't done that in a long time. I'm very proud of myself. But, uh. But yeah, um, I feel like that. Yeah, I mean, of... I'm excited for it. And, you know, they're coming down to the edge. Like I said, I love Ron Howard. Give me Willow right. too. I'm waiting. Um. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. I mean, you know, it's, it, I want to end on a, like a more positive note of that. Cause I sound really down on it, but. You know, it's one of those things where, like we do a lot of times, like, I'm a little down on it because I love it so much. And it's yeah. the typical, like, shitty fan type thing. Um, where it's like, I love Supernatural so much that I'm gonna harass every, like, female actress that's on the show because I don't want her to date the lead guys or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's the typical toxic fandom type shit. Sure. So I'm not, I know I'm not being original or anything here. So like, it's fine. I mean, th- th- there are good things to come from this. Like, um, right. Like Donald Glover being like young. Oh God, Lando. I love that. That's love amazing. That. And not only that, he's been hanging out with, um, uh, Billy D. Williams uh-huh. to kind of like, like, what well, like, what would you say? No, like not method act, but to get that, to get some of the insider shit on like, you know, what was your motivation Right, um, and like, what motivation can I pull from just being in your presence? Like, because right. at this point, like, like Billy's pick up some mannerisms of, or whatever. Yeah, he's basically he's basically Lando Calrissian in real life. 
He just doesn't wear That's a cape. That's true. Have you seen uh, Have you seen any of Atlanta, the show that Don Glover made? It's really good. Uh, I think I might have caught an episode or two, but I haven't. I didn't sit it's down. It's uh, HBO, I think. Um, I might be wrong. Atlanta. I, I, I think I Atlanta was coming out on FX. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's extremely good though. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, but cool. The end. That is uh, <laughs> that is the end of the <laughs> of the podcast for uh, the week of October twenty third. As always, you guys get a chance head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff. Get an early look at everything we talk about here and more. Uh, you know, interact with us on the daily, and then follow us at Mammoth Games Inc. on Twitter, so you know when we go live and do uh, let's plays of you know different games. Um, or even some like pen and paper stuff. Uh, we've been mm-hmm. doing Apocalypse World, uh, which has been pretty fun. So go check that out over on twitch.tv backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Don't forget to hit the like button on Facebook or the uh, follow button on Twitch. Uh, all the subs for myself are appreciated as well. Kind of just goes to fuel this thing that we do here. Um, and uh, if you have any uh, feedback or anything, feel free to just hit us up. Um, on Twitter would probably be the best way. But uh yeah. Uh until next week, I am Night Swarm. And I'm Filtercord. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Whoop whoop! <laughs>